أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله فاتح أقفال القلوب ببره ومهيئ السرائر لإيداع سره وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد المبعوث رحمة للعالمين وآله الطيبين وصحابته المنتجبين ومن تابعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد Tonight, insha'Allah, our parable will be from Surah Yunus. And it's verse number 24 in Surah Yunus. And it relates to the example of this life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala introduces this ayah by saying to people, Ya ayyuhal nas, innama baghiyukum ala anfusikum mata'al hayati dunya. O people, when you do wrong, you do wrong to yourselves, your transgression is only against yourselves. It's only for the pleasure of this life. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues to explain what is meant by the pleasure of this life. And why is it that the pleasure of this life, when the person takes the pleasure of this life only and embraces the pleasure of this life only and indulges himself in the pleasure of this life only, why is he doing some transgression against himself? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows us that the pleasure of this life is a form of transgression or when we take the pleasure of this life only and we don't focus anywhere else, we are doing transgression against ourselves because it is a very short span of time. It's very short. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in so many places in the Quran, the, the, the pleasure of this life is just by a pleasure of deception. Why is it deception? Because it deceives you. You will never step into a territory knowing that it is so sweet, but at the same time, it is so short, unless you are deceived. If someone tells you, I give you uh, a lot of wealth today, I make you very relaxed today, but from tomorrow onwards, I will take your life. You enjoy 24 hours, and then after that, your life comes to an end. And another person tells you, you will live your life if you're destined to live 70 years, or 80 years, or 90 years, or 100 years. Live your life, but you will live in an average condition. You will not. So it will be so stupid of a person to decide to take the first option, to choose to enjoy for 24 hours, knowing, knowing that after these 24 hours, everything will be terminated. The fact that you know that everything will be terminated will never let you enjoy any single moment of your life. The fact that you're expecting death will not let you enjoy your life. That's why back in the days they used if someone, for example, had some physical obesity and things like these, and they wanted to force them to lose weight, one of the most effective diets was to tell them that they are coming to a point where they are going to die, or they are going to die in a few months. So what happens? They lose interest in anything. They lose interest in anything, in food, they lose interest in talking to people, they lose inter interest in intermingling with people, knowing that it is actually going to be a short span. But what happens is we know our life is actually a short span. We know that our life, the enjoyment of this life, is actually an enjoyment that will never continue. 
that it is an enjoyment that always brings damage. Everything that it's coupled always with that with damage. Everything that you do is always coupled with damage. Every moment that you enjoy is always coupled with another damage into your health, into your family. Any gain in this life is associated with loss. That's the reality of it. Any gain is associated with loss. If you make gain in terms of money, you make loss in terms of children. If you make gain in terms of children, you make loss in terms of family. If you make gain in both, you make loss in terms of your health, right? As some of the scholars of the past used to say, Ya ibn Adam, inna al-layla wal-nahar ya'malani feek. O son of Adam, the day and the night, they are doing their work on you. They are doing their job on you. Fa'mal fihima. So do your work in them. If you want to make the best out of them, then you have to use them. But what happens in the middle of all of this, we forget that actually this life is a short span. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala delivers. We, we, we knowingly or unknowingly deceive ourselves into that. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Mata'ul ghurur. It is pleasure of deception. Because you got to deceive yourself into believing that you will live long so as to be able to eat and enjoy what you eat. You got to deceive yourself into believing that you will live forever so that you accumulate what you are accumulating. You got to deceive yourself into believing that you will enjoy the wealth that you are accumulating in order to spend time accumulating that wealth. You got to deceive yourself into believing that you will live long to see the children of the children of, the, of your children in order to look after. Also, we spend our life making and building lives of others, our children. Knowing that these children will not be, will neither be of help for us when we, when we need them, and knowing that they will not avail when we need them in Akhirah. So they will, neither, they will neither help us in dunya nor in Akhirah. That's the reality. That's the reality. But we got to put ourselves into the mentality and into the, the mindset that, you know what, everything will be fine. We're building the lives of our children so that we rest later on, knowing that by the time you reach 60 or 70, even 40, yes, you grow in age and you grow in a lot of diseases and sicknesses and illnesses that you have to pick up along your travel in this life. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps reminding us of the reality of this life in various places in the Quran. And he subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us here a parable that is made of parts, a complicated, a compound parable. So he says subhanahu wa ta'ala, Telling us that this life is so short. It's so short because we believe that it is long. Even though we know in internally that it is, it is short, but we believe, we pretend that we believe that it is long. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that this is so short. It is, its pleasure dries out so quick, wears out so quick, in as much as or in the same way as the plantation of earth comes forth and then dies out. So he subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّمَا مَثَلُ الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا كَمَاءٍ أَنزَلْنَاهُ مِنَ السَّمَاءِ فَاخْتَلَطَ بِهِ نَبَاتُ الْأَرْضِ مِمَّا يَأْكُلُ النَّاسُ وَالْأَنْعَامِ حَتَّى إِذَا أَخَذَتِ الْأَرْضُ زُخْرُفَهَا وَزَّيَّنَتْ وَظَنَّ أَهْلُهَا أَنَّهُمْ قَادِرُونَ عَلَيْهَا أَتَاهَا أَمْرُنَا لَيْلًا أَوْ نَهَارًا فَجَعَلْنَاهَا حَصِيدًا كَأَلَّمْ تَغْنَ بِالْأَمْسِ Indeed, the parable of this life, of the life of this world, is like water that is sent down, that we send down from the sky. Then the plants of the earth mingle with it. 
and from them people and cattle eat. Then when, when, then when the earth assumes its floridness and becomes adorned and its inhabitants think they have power over it, our command of doom comes upon it by might, by night or by day. And so we turn it into stubble as if it has never flourished just the day before. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts forth in this parable that the example of the start of our lives, the early stages of our life, when you have hope, only hope, when you have hope that you will live long, when you have hope that you will have youth, the very early stages of your life, the bloom of your life, it is like the water that comes down from the sky. When water comes down from the sky, you look at it, you have so much hope. You build so much hope on the rain, thinking that it will come down. Once, when you look at the rain, what does rain bring with it? Hope. Nothing but hope. Nothing but good, good thoughts, right? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the beginning of your life, you only build hope. And then later on, once this rain is mingled with the plantation of earth, this is the bloom of your life. When you see the little plantation coming forth, you see the plantation coming forth, so you think it is very strong. It is going to remain forever. But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us further that during this life, from this plantation, this plantation is food for two categories. It's food for people and food for the cattle. As if he subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that people in their enjoyment of this life, in their enjoyment of the pleasures of this life, they are themselves of categories. Some people are like animals and some people are like humans. In their enjoyment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, from that which cattle and people can eat, meaning that there are people who live in this life like the baha'il, like the cattle. As one of the Salihin used to say, Then I am not different from the cattle. If you live for food, if you live for sleeping, if you live for mating, if you live only for the pleasures of the, of the body, then that's not, you are not different from, huh? you're not different from animals. Some others have their enjoyment in overpowering others. They are similar to another category of animals, prey animals. Some people are similar, are, 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 their pleasure in life is to study and to read. That's, that's pleasure, might be directed only to dunya and might be directed to akhirah. Accumulating money, that's a human thing, but it's not animalistic thing. It's not animalistic thing. So, so some of these pleasures are human pleasures and some of them are animalistic pleasures. So some people are like that and some people are like those. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, till the earth takes its floridness, till the earth takes its beauty, complete beauty. That's when the person thinks that he has reached the zenith, the top, the bloom, the highest point of enjoyment, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, hatta, showing that the earth takes its, its highest level. And this, is a, this also is a metaphor. This is a metaphor because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made the earth similar to a woman who takes her beauty, who puts on makeup and beautifies herself. 
Arabs say أخذت المرأة زخرفها A woman takes her floridness when a woman beautifies herself. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes the earth similar to a woman that puts in her beauty and then confirms the metaphor with something a style in Balagha we call tarshih. That is when you mention something assimilated to something else and then you mention something from related to the second part, not the first part. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَالزَّيَّنَتْ The beauty and puts its beauty. That's related to the woman. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to confirm the metaphor, He says, when the earth takes its floridness and adorn itself. Adornation, putting adornment, is one of the qualities of human beings. Right? So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, once that happens, فَجَعَلْنَاهَا حَصِيدًا فَجَعَلْنَاهَا حَصِيدًا We turn it into stubble. And Hasid here is in Arabic, we call this Fa'il bima'na maf'ul. This is a scale of Fa'il, Hasid, but the meaning is maf'ul, mahsud. We made it into stubble, we made it into, uh, into crops that have, been, that have become completely rubble. Why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to show us that nothing actually remains. Nothing remains. Fa'jalnaha Hasidan ka'allam taghna bil ams. Meaning, it was as if no one has ever lived there. As if no one has ever been there. Aghna in Arabic is the opposite of Aqfar al-Makan. Aghna al-Makan means it's been inhabited with people. As if it has never inhabited. When you pass by places, you never imagine that some people lived in these places. That this place was one day full of people, full of laughter, full of sadness, full of intermingling, full of talking, full of chatting, full of pleasures and treasures, it is completely empty, right? When people pass, and how many, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how many places have been emptied after they were fully inhabited with people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَتِلْكَ مَسَاكِنُهُمْ خَاوِيَةً بِمَا ظَلَمُوا This is how their dwellings are empty because of their transgression. This and many other parables in the Quran serve as a way of admonishing us and teaching us the reality of life by bringing forth something that we see every day. Because we don't re realize the shortedness of life, but we realize the shortedness of the cycle of plantation. It is very short, it's very limited. So this thing that we see serves as a reminder. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us all from heedlessness.